Hi, I'm Jim Haynes, the minister to senior adults at First Baptist Church of Dallas. Over the next 10 days, I invite you to join me in exploring the incredible prophecies that were fulfilled by Jesus Christ in our devotional series entitled, He is Risen, Just As He Said. So come along on this exciting journey with me as we dive deeper into the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're thrilled to have you with us. So let's get started. This is day nine, and today's devotional is titled, The Canceled Messiah by Dr. Jim Sibley. Let's learn more about the prophecy. The suffering servant would be despised and rejected, crucified with transgressors and buried with the rich. Isaiah 53.3 says, He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And like one with whom men hide their face, he was despised, and we did not esteem him. Imagine the headline in Jerusalem in about 700 B.C. Messiah to be canceled by Israel, says prophet. The prophet Isaiah declared that when Messiah would come, he would face rejection, suffering, public shaming, and even death. Truth be told, this hostility from the people was what the prophet himself experienced. Why would the people despise their own Messiah? But there should be no surprise, for their fathers also despised Moses centuries earlier. Following the exodus from Egypt and the many miracles in the wilderness, the Lord had spoken to Moses and said, How long would this people spurn me? And how long will they not believe in me, despite all the signs which I have performed in their midst? Not only did the majority of the people reject God, but they threatened to stone Moses on two occasions. Isaiah understood that even as Moses had led Israel out of bondage to Egypt, a new Moses would be needed to lead Israel out of sin and rebellion. Just such a deliverer has been prophesied in Deuteronomy 18, 15 to 19 a prophet like Moses, later to be called the Messiah. Centuries later, when the Messiah came, what God had said of Israel in Moses' day was repeated by John. But though Jesus had performed so many signs before them, yet they were not believing in him. John goes on to explain that they could not believe it because they had been spiritually blinded. Had this been unforeseen? No for this had been God's plan all along. Had the majority of the Jewish people not rejected him, Jesus would have been disqualified to be Messiah, for this verse prophesies that he would be rejected by the people. Even to this day, a part of the Jewish people are blinded to the gospel. Nevertheless, God is saving a remnant, and God wants the Jewish people to be a priority in our evangelism and in our prayers. Why was Messiah despised? They despised him because they did not believe in him and because their deeds were evil. In his rejection, he was like Moses and the prophets, who had also been rejected. Moses was opposed because he said what God told him to say and followed God's directions. Likewise, Jesus only said what the Father told him. God's truth always stirs up hostility. As God gave more information about the coming deliverer, who would face opposition, the promised prophet like Moses became known as the suffering servant of Isaiah. These portraits of a rejected and suffering Messiah only pointed forward to the sufferings and death of Jesus the Messiah 1,400 years after Moses and 700 years after Isaiah. 
Our verse says that the Messiah would be like one from whom men hide their face. Isaiah tells us that his appearance was marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. In Deuteronomy, God said that he would hide his face from Israel because their sin was just as repulsive to him as bloody physical injuries would be to us. The wounds, suffering, and death of Jesus may have made men turn their faces away, but as the Messiah would bear the sin of the world, God would also turn his face away. Jesus would cry out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Isaiah tells us that this servant's suffering was not related to any defilement in him. In fact, he would suffer innocently, for no deceit was found in his mouth. The Hebrew word mirmah means deceit or guile. It was associated with Jacob and his deceit, and we all have a little Jacob in us, don't we? But not the servant. He suffered and died as an innocent and pure sacrifice. The servant's innocent suffering meant that God had not given up on Israel, and neither has he given up on his people today. More than a century after Isaiah, God spoke through the prophet Ezekiel, I will not hide my face from them any longer, for I will have poured out my spirit on the house of Israel, declares the Lord God. Because our sin is repugnant to God, he turns his face from us. But the innocent sufferings of Messiah allow God to turn his face back to Israel and to us in redeeming compassion for all who will put their trust in Messiah, Jesus. All right, great job. As we think of the enormous weight of our sin and the eternal consequences of our transgressions, we should stand amazed at God's love in giving his only son to bear the weight of our sin. Ask the Lord to help you never take lightly what Jesus has done for us, not only stricken and afflicted by men, but bearing God's wrath out of his love for us.